ladies and gentlemen, and welcome one and all to episode four of Bore on the Floor. Bore on the Floor. It's a show. It's a podcast. It's a podcast about a show, right? Yeah, podcast about a show. We usually mess around with the order there and stuff. But, it's a uh, show about a podcast. It's a sh- What? One day, one day, one day, someone's gonna do a show, a documentary about, style. Yeah, about this podcast. Wow, Artie Lang will play me. The late Artie Lang, he's dead. So whoever's next up, in the fat, new Artie Lang. Yeah, who? Yeah, I, whoever is the next up and coming fat guy. Maybe Jonah Hill will gain weight again. That's inevitable. He always ends up kind of like a method actor. The the method is eating for him. Yeah, he always ends up big again. Yeah. You know, and uh, I guess that's his way of saying going back home. Oh. All right, so here we go. What an episode that we have on <sighs> our hands episode. here. Rob, you had told me before about this episode and how you felt about it. I think, yeah, when I told you if someone was, or I was trying to convince someone to watch this show, I would say give it four episodes. Because if by the end of this episode you're not in, it's just, you're not in. If you're not you in by in. the end of this episode, you're never going to get in. Yeah, Logan and, Roy and, you might know, say... Fuck off. Fuck off. If you can't get in by the end of this episode, then you know what? You don't deserve to be in. Yeah. What are you even doing here? What are you even, my time. What are you watching? Lifetime Ugh. movies or something? Hallmark <laughs> movies or some sort of show? Go watch Entourage go, again. Go watch Entourage again, you you bitch. Yeah. Oh, Pig man. Pig man. You bitch me out? Anyway, so, um, you know, you're right. They're, they're in today's day and age, mm. especially with the power watching that you could do now with rewatching and everything like that. Yes. You know, you do have to tell everyone that you that you suggest a show to, like, get through this episode, get through that episode. Breaking Bad was kind of like that. You got to get past, like, the first two. Everything yeah. is like, the fr- get past the first two, three episodes, Yeah, and you're going to hit the ground running. And this is exactly the sweet spot. You get episode so. four, mm-hmm. which is called Sad Sack Wasp Trap. Sad Sack Wasp Trap. And do you have the uh, synopsis for us here? I so do we have just a dive synopsis. right into this uh, this episode. Yeah, here? so we've got season one, episode four, uh, "Sad Sack Wasp Trap," uh, directed by Adam Arkin, son of the great Alan Arkin. Who who's uh, that? Legendary actor. Uh, off the top of my head, I can only think of right now Little Miss Sunshine mm. and uh, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, in a couple of those movies. Wait, I always want to uh, Jack Lemmon. Mm, no, Jack Lemmon was in Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Alec Ross. Baldwin. No, also in that movie. He's the bald guy, though. Uh, it was kind of like neurotic and freaking out all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those. Yeah, I look him up. You'll see. If you see his picture, you'll know who Alan What's his Arkin. name again? Alan, Alan Arkin. Alan Watkins? Arkin. Arkin. Yeah, Wazgams. Alan Wazgams, okay. Uh, anyway, his son, Adam Arkin, directed this episode. Um, so here we go. Episode four. The Roys prepare for the company's annual foundation gala. Frank is rehired to mentor Roman in his position at, as uh, COO. Upon receiving his new job title, Tom is given secret documents confirming a massive cover-up of crimes committed on Waystar's cruises, including murder and sexual assault, so nothing too major. Uh, Panicked, he confides this information to Greg. At the charity gala, Connor notices changes in the transcript of Kendall's speech, leading him to believe that Kendall plans to announce Logan's retirement. He tells Logan, who opts to make a speech in Kendall's place, announcing that he is returning to his role as CEO. Tom plans to go public about the cruises scandal, but Jerry advises against it during the gala. Tom angrily accuses Greg of snitching to Jerry about the scandal, which Greg denies. However, Jerry later thanks Greg in private, confirming that he did disclose the information to her. Okay, I know who Alan Arkin is now. Yes. He was also the... <laughs> 
Do you ever do you ever see the movie Ready to Rumble? Oh man. He was uh, yes, he I was think. the wrestling trainer. Oh my god. The legendary Kowalski or That's something. Wait, wild. hold on. What is, oh man. What a fucking random movie to just pull out. You know what's so crazy is it's really sad that that this guy is a actor actor. I mean, he's been in oh, he's like, so many yeah. titles. It's absolutely ridiculous. Some of them are the Santa Claus 3 Escape the Claws. But um, he was in, yeah, man, he's been everything. Now he's been working a long time. Working a very long time, and I'm remembering him from... Ready to rumble. Ready to fucking rumble, which, by the way, if you have not seen it, you should, you really should see it. I think if if he told, if Alan Arkin was told, hey, this guy, uh, only thing he really knows you from is ready to rumble, I think part of his heart would probably break. Oh, he was also in, um, wait, wait. Never mind. He was not in Ready to Rumble. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. That wow. was a different, different old baldish guy. But um, what you call it? Um, he was in Argo too. Oh yes, he was in. Argo. He was in Argo. Yeah. Not not two. He was in Argo. He was not in Ready to Rumble. Wow. Apologies wow. to Alan Arkin. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Restart the podcast. This is just it's, a mess. I am embarrassed. But um, as we watch this episode, for those of you that are first time watchers, we know that you've already seen it, okay? Because you're not going to listen to this show. Uh, and then watch the episode. It's just it's just foolish to do so. Please watch Please. the episode of Succession before listening to our podcast about said episode. We are your companions yeah. along the way. We watch the show with you. We talk about the show. We think of ideas that pop into our head when we see things on the show, and we discuss them here openly because you may have some questions as well that just you might get them answered here when you hear yes. us discuss this type yeah. of stuff. That's right. Now, this episode... I don't know why I said it like that. I'm not <laughs> sure either. I don't know. What is it? The Carnival Division? What is he saying? <laughs> the Cruise Division? <laughs> theme Parks. Welcome to Theme Parks. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, really, this is this is the best episode so far this season, yeah, obviously. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, I was already intrigued with everything that was going on in the show, but this is where it really you know, just takes off. Yeah, everybody's kind of just firing on all cylinders here, too. Like, you really just get, like, the Roman's... Full... Roman's Fucking going full Roman in this episode. He's like, losing his mind. Logan's back, you know, acting, you know, he's recovering. He's still not 100%, but he's like pretty much back. Uh, Shiv and Tom got a lot of good stuff going on. Always, like, always. Jerry's throwing out one line. Jerry has, like, Jerry has a fucking, she's just the star of the show at some points yeah. here. So here we are. We we open up the uh, the episode with uh, Kendall on a plane or something. He has a cup of orange juice. Yes. Right? Is that how we open it up? Yeah, uh, he's he's getting ready for the the Reckney. Getting ready for the yeah the what's it called again the it's uh, the Reckney, which is I'm sorry the Roy Endowment Creative New York Ball. That's correct. Uh, which is for some kids that dance or something, uh, or something like that, right? Some children yeah, dancing kind of charity, some sort of charity event for, for the arts. It's a big uh, thing. <clears throat> One of the galas that the the Roy family throw, and yeah, you have a lot of socialites there, a lot of. Old New York, as we learn in the mm. limousine oh, with Connor and uh, and uh, Logan, and um, I mean, right off the bat, this episode just you know you hit the floor running. The biggest thing that step uh, that stands out is Logan sitting in the chair. Yeah, he's he's there. Yeah, although I do want to mention before that, I do think it's important to talk about Logan's physical therapy session. Oh yeah, and uh, he's you know trying to work back to walking around on his own, but Marsha kind of takes charge of the session. And doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't deal with any of his bullshit because he, he starts complaining about the music that's on. He's like, please turn it down. Please turn it down. She takes the speaker, puts it on a table. She goes, you walk over here and you turn it off. You turn yeah. it down. And I think that Logan respects that because oh, yeah. 
we see recurring time and time again in this whole um, series is the hierarchy of power is so respected, like and so um, firm mm-hmm. that any time that you do see someone rebuke it in the slightest, uh, it catches their attention. We yeah. saw it when when uh, Greg stepped up to Logan, like like when he was trying to get the job. Yes, and it really did. And I and I think we both mentioned it that like it it startled Logan to the point where he gave him his attention. I mean, this yeah. is a this is a the 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 monopolizer, the conglomerate, the powerhouse. Yeah, and you got Greg just like just meekly going up to him, but then like <laughs> stepping to him, and then you see uh, time and time again, Marcia. Marcia, I call her Marcia, Marcia, Marcy. I don't know her name. She's yeah, the French uh, lady. And like you see her like really always trying to be his equal in terms yeah. of like the power. She uh she throughout the episode is kind of glimpses of her in the background doing things, but it also kind of is like she's doing things in charge like she's in charge kind of. She's really like making decisions yeah. and and getting things done. Uh, in the background of scenes, and it's like we should pay a little bit of attention to what's going on. Yeah, here. it does seem that she does have her own power, yeah, and that she does know how to wield it. And mm-hmm. and I think she's, you know, as we're going along, we do see that it seems she's very. What's the word I'm looking for here? She's not very um, open with her power. Like she seems to be very reserved about yes. it. Yeah. She picks her words uh, wisely, very soft spoken, and very f- stern, but not. Not an asshole, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you know, you could see Logan will will shoot from the see, hip. Yeah, uh, what's the quote? Speak softly and carry, carry a big, big stick. stick. Yeah, so she definitely does that, and we we see that in this episode. Yeah, so she challenges Logan again, and he's in this frail state. But you do see as we go along. Um, obviously, I she's got that... some motive here. There's yeah. motivation for her here at play. I mean, she's she's pushing him. For, for her as well. Well, I think that her saying that in a way in the physical therapy session is kind of what maybe motivates him to go to the office the next day or whatever, you know, whatever day it is, two days later. I don't know. Oh. It's not clear, but mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing. Like, you want to turn this speaker off? You do it. You want to try to get back, you know, fix your company or whatever? Like, yeah, you go do fix it. it. Yeah. And like we do see uh, even later on in the episode, and I, I, I hate to bounce around, but when we're talking about characters like this, I think it's important that we just put out there what we're, we're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, we see later in the episode when Logan does decide that he's going to speak at the event when he's getting out of the car. Excuse me, big burp there. Apologize, everybody. When um when he gets out of the car, you see he sits down and he and he puts his head down and he's to the side and he says, "I don't I don't think I could do this." Yeah. And she says something in French. Yeah. I I put the subtitles on because I was like, "What the fuck?" It's she still, said the subtitles Vassi. didn't help though. Really, she said Vessi and fuck them. Yeah. You know, like I think that's what was the, the actual what she said and like. And like you just saw him like kind of like accept it, and then it's just like in that moment, it's like if she was really a submissive type, or someone who's just along for the ride and happens to be getting the power that she's getting because she is along for the ride, she wouldn't say something like that to him. No. So obviously, there's motivation there in yeah. in her back pocket, and you know what's crazy is that what makes it come full circle is that the children are very cunning, even though they're incompetent mostly. Yeah. They're pretty cunning because they are the ones that are spe- specifically are aware of the threat that Marcia poses. Kendall wouldn't have signed those papers because he knew that she was going to get like double the vo- uh, two votes and on the board and all that stuff. He yeah. wouldn't have done that. And and Shiv was very, very skeptical at first, too. And she went back at Marcy when she couldn't see her father. Yeah. So I, I think that's really interesting to see that like you do see like the antenna of the kids going up a little bit. 
when it comes to this character. And it's just, it makes you want to see where it goes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, she clearly has motives that we're not privy to right now. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to, you know, use her power through Logan in a way to, to get what she wants. And I think, I, I dare think that he even knows that. And I, I mean, think he, he likes to it. Be, and I think he, he seems to be in cahoots, if yeah, you will. Yeah. And I think he knows that she's not just there as a trophy or there to just be there. She's there to be a player in the game. And I think that he respects that. I think that he respects people who are ambitious. Yeah. And again, I think it goes back to the fact that he really doesn't trust his children to True. run the company. True. Because they. While they are cunning in some ways and have their strengths, they all have a lot of weaknesses too. And we do notice that when he when he did push back on Kendall, when he's like, "I wanted to be with my dad for his birthday," he's like, "It's an accumulation." Mm-hmm. You see that he's calculating everyone Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. And I think that he's got the formula, or he has the solution, so to speak, for what Marcy is, and allows her to operate the way that he knows she's, that she's going to. And I think that uh, a big part of this whole thing is that he's not controlled by her at all. If anything, I think he encourages her ambition. Yeah. And, 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 and it was shown here, like, how he just lets... Not that he lets her, he accepts that he she's re- doing this He stuff. respects her, yeah, but he, she doesn't he, respect many people. No, no, we, we do see that, yeah. We do. So now, so he is in the big chair now. Yeah, we kind of see everybody going through their mourning. You know, Roman has yeah. to fart and he can't. Yeah, his, Roman uh, can't fart. Girlfriend barges in on him in the bathroom. And this is the first plot hole, I think, because remember when they were having the lunch? I said he had a wedding ring on. There was a little girl there, and he had a a woman that had his checkbook. Mm. Like I think that was his wife. I don't know if this is the same woman that was in that episode. Yeah, I don't know. Either. But it doesn't seem that way that because they never really, as we said, we don't really talk spoilers here, but. Um, it's never really talked about that. Never talked about or anything. Yeah. So I think that I they uh, they just kind of like it's something. Maybe when they filmed the pilot, they thought maybe he was going to be married, and then they got picked up, and they decided, you know what, maybe it's better if he's not. But this is also, and I don't mean to jump ahead or you know break up the um, the show here, but I was watching an episode of an interview with uh, Brian Cox. Ah, Logan. I think uh, I think it was uh, one of the late night shows and stuff like that, and uh, he's from Scotland. Yes. Right? And uh, in the show, he, according to the script, he was originally from like uh, New England or something. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And they like by epi- by the birthday episode there, they're like, "Oh, we're switching it. You're from Scotland." Yeah. And so I do think that there is some. I mean, we obviously don't see it, but I do think that there's some stuff that goes on that well, they change things and stuff like that. And I think that maybe uh, Roman being. Well, sometimes Either when they, single or divorced yeah. or whatever. Is sometimes when better. they cast the actual actors into these roles, like the actors influence the writers on how to take these characters. Like it yeah. might change the original plan based on like, wow, this guy's doing this really well. Maybe we want to go down this road instead of what we were originally going to do. Yeah, I think I think that's what they did with Roman here because I'm. I mean, this is just my observation. There's nothing official about this, but if you just look at the circumstances of those episodes, mm-hmm. he's got a wedding ring on and it looks like he's married. And I was trying to look at his hand. This time around, especially when they're out of the gala, because yeah. like obviously you have to have that that uh, persona on, like as a married man, like I mean, with these socialites and such. And I I, I couldn't really see it, so I I was just like maybe they just said fuck it, yeah, possible. Because who's gonna notice and who gives a shit other than people who have a podcast called Born on the Floor, right? Those you know bastards I mean? are gonna get us. 
So here we see Logan in the chair for the fifth time I'm saying this. I'm sorry. Yeah, Logan. I'm terrible. No, terrible. That's fine. Logan's in the chair, baby. He's Kendall in the chair. is shaken. He is like, okay, um, okay. Um, did you did you know this? Did you did know? You, did you know he's gonna be? Did, uh, did you, were you briefed? Were you briefed? Like I, he is totally enamored by yeah. this. I mean, it hits him. It hits and him hard. Everyone's like, no, we didn't know. Like this guy does whatever the fuck he wants. Why no one knew. Would... And they're like, yeah, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna say? I yeah. mean, he's he's Logan, you know. So he's in the chair and he's uh, he's moving and shaking, and you notice that he's clearly disabled not dis not totally he's disabled. recovering still he's slumped over on the yeah. one side still a little he's, he's got the word coming up like that was terrible i sound like the elephant man uh, i mean it's pretty good though thank you uh so you you do notice the affliction that's going on yeah yeah kendall is does not know what to do with himself no um yeah it's an interesting dynamic kendall you know, going into this feels good. You know, he's finally in charge. He's making moves, and all of a sudden, there's the old fucking goat. There's the old goat. Yeah, just sitting there. He's like, "Hey, Dad, did, uh, uh, how you feeling?" Anytime he says "Dad" or calls him "Dad," he just he just like shrinks to like yeah. just little boy. Like, yeah, it's true. Crazy. And even I think like Logan when he pulls it. Jerry aside later, he's like, "You know, Dad uh, wants to do this," and it's like, "Dude, you're such a fucking weak link." Yeah, it's true. And I I think he just always wants someone to like just come over the top. You know. Yeah. Call you, call him Logan and say fuck off. Yeah, you know. So what happens after that? So he's in the chair. Everyone's just like a buzz because Logan's there. Yeah. <clears throat> like nothing really happens at first meeting in the office. He tells him like maybe you want to get some rest and whatever, and he's like, yeah, maybe I do, maybe I do. And then obviously he won't do that. No, he but, won't do that. But uh, seems to be, you know, okay for now. And then um, Stewie shows up, right? Isn't that uh, Stewie shows up? Part? But we do check in with Shiv first, who has oh, an yeah. asshole problem. Yeah, this is Shiv has an asshole problem. This is pretty good because now we get to see the inner workings of what's going on with her. Yeah, because for the most part, she's just been kind of like, yeah, I work in Washington, I work in politics, blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. now we get to see a little bit of action. Yeah, she gets a phone call from Roman, her brother, uh, who informs her that the candidate she works for, uh, her husband has posted some kind of picture or video of his asshole all over the internet. And they're like, are we are we sure it was him? And she's like, uh, yeah, he posted it from his account and said, hey, look at my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so, fucking yeah, hilarious. So Shiv has to deal with this. Yes. And um, then we get to see her work in a, a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah, I kind of thought it was an interesting scene. We do see her at her office with the, with the candidate she works for. I forget her name, so I'm sorry for that. Candidate. Um. But uh, candidate you, get the, lady. you get the sense the candidate kind of makes a remark about like this won't go away because ATN won't let it get away, go yeah. away. And ATN is the news company that uh, Waystar Royco uh, owns, which is the like they the real world equivalent is it's Fox News. Yeah. So you kind of get the idea like so Shiv went out to do her own career thing. But did she only get hired because she's in this family that might control this news corporation? And maybe the candidate can use that, you know, for their own gain. Like, I don't know. Kind of, I don't know, but uh, something she has to deal with here for sure. Yeah, and you see that, um, you know, it it bothers her to an extent that even the candidate suggested that, but then you see Shiv goes right in there and tries to make it go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes to Eva, who was uh, in head, I guess she's the head of ATN. I always think, I think of she's... Scrubs when I see her. Oh, tell right. me, that's one of my favorite shows. That's I, I just always, always think, think of, of whenever I see her face in anything. Yeah, Scrubs. Yeah, Scrubs. Always, which always. I'm currently also rewatching at this at this moment. And how is it for you? It's good. I love it actually because I'm listening to uh, their podcast as I go along. Uh, Zach Braff and they Donald were inspired Faison by us. Are, I, I, I think heard. that's right. Yeah, yeah. they heard yeah. our podcast. They, our they podcast. were like, 
we get, we should do this. What's that guy's name? Donald Faison? Donald Faison. Always braces in my mind. Always braces. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they off now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He should put them back on. You think so? You know, it was just, it was so him to have those braces. Huh. Not a bad idea. You know, well, well, Donald, if you're listening, I know you probably are, you know. Yeah. Put them back on. Put the braces on. Put the braces on. So uh, we get to see the inner workings there with Shiv. Uh, and then what happens? We see... We kind of go from there. We go back to the office. Kendall's telling Roman that Logan's here, and he's yeah. freaking out to, to Roman. And Roman's Roman upset of, because Frank's back. Yeah, Roman starts breaking Kendall's balls, and he goes off on this rant about why Kendall's... He's like, yeah, you know, you're scared in case he tries to push you out, and your plans. You got Uber for news and Facebook for cats and open plan office. You want a dance platform jerking off idea gloop into your think boxes, and then all of a sudden he walks into his office, and there's Frank. And he's like, yeah. fuck. He's like, oh, what the fuck, fuck is this guy doing here? He's like, uh, Logan asked me to come back. <laughs> and, you know, we already had talked about how Roman despises Frank. Hates Frank. He really makes it evident here. Yeah. Telling him to fuck off. Was it, wait, he did tell him fuck off, right? Didn't he, he didn't. He didn't? Did what, did he, what did he say? Um, didn't he curse at him, though? He definitely used, he throws the fuck out there a couple times, but he doesn't tell him to actually fuck off. Not happy that Frank's there. No. Everyone is now getting a little upset because what happens is we get to see Roman and Kendall speaking to each other, as yeah. you were just alluding to. And, you know, he was saying all this crazy shit, but they're both, like, complaining children right now. Yeah. We're in charge. What is this? You're the CEO. You do something. He's like, listen, I am CEO. I'm going to take care of this. You know, blah, blah, But um, what happens? What happens after that? I always get so confused with the... With the chronological, because the because the fucking gala takes up my mind. Yeah. Whole well, thing. next thing I wrote down is uh, I think we see Connor talking about how he's in charge of the seating plan for the gala. Yes. So Connor, I guess, is in charge of really just putting the whole event together. It seems to be that way as we go along. Yeah. Uh, and he's really excited, but very nervous. This, the, you know, this this episode uh, for Connor for me was excellent. Excellent. Okay, because you get to see the the. The crazy, neurotic, batshit, yeah. fucking nervous, and also a bit cutthroat Connor. Oh, yeah. He, like he, he's... The, the way they set the table of his character, yeah. the way he is in this episode, it's just, I mean, credit to the actor. What is his name again? Richard? Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. Yeah. Who was also in Ready to Rumble. Ah, uh, probably if not. Uh, I, I don't... Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing too well with the. You really want to get Ready to Rumble going again. I think I'm going to watch it. You the, probably should. The, I think later today. You gotta get that mental block. I gotta, out I gotta get it. Out. I gotta see some some da- Diamond Dallas Page and stuff. But go ahead. What, what Connor is uh, though? He's comparing his goal of knocking the seating plan out of the out of the park to if he can do that, you know, maybe he can fix the Middle East. So he's yeah. a little deluded, you might say. Really out there with that for sure. Uh, so he's setting all that up, and then I think we meet uh Bill, Bill, the best boss ever. Dude, this is this is great. When when we hit this scene, because, fucking phenomenal. You know this guy. You know this is actually my favorite. I think my favorite. One of I my favorite scenes of the episode. Love this. They, you know, he's he's thanking everyone. He's an older guy, bald headed guy, thanking yeah. everyone. So he's the guy shaking that, that hands. Uh, Tom is taking over for as head of the parks. I believe. I believe that's correct. Uh, yes. Or is it? How, is it head of the the the, the region of? Uh, the international North American is North American. Parks? Yeah, North American parks. No, no, no. I think it's um because we learn about the cruise lines. 
Yeah, but I think the cruise lines are part of like parks, you know, like okay. how Disney World exists and they have Disney gotcha. cruises. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I don't know the inner work. I mean, of neither do business. I. Do you know? Yeah, come on, man. Neither do I. I can't even get the chronological order of the show right. Nah, you're just trying to get ready to rumble going. I actually queued it up here, and oh, if we can we watch... hurry the fuck up, <laughs> we can get we can watch a little ready the rumble. Bowl. Yeah. Whatever happened to David Arquette? I think he's a wrestler now. Literally, fuck he's off. a professional wrestler. David Arquette, the guy that was in Scream. Yeah. No. I swear, you look it up. Like, swear to God. like, like. In the WWF? No, like in like minor league, like uh, backyard wrestling bullshit. Is he still married to the lady from Friends? No. I thought that was Tom Green and Drew Barrymore. What about Tom Green and Drew Barrymore? Are they still married? No. Is any is anyone married? No, marriage is dead. Marriage is dead. Yeah. I got to tell my wife <laughs> that it's over. <laughs> I'm not looking up David. Yeah, okay. What the fuck I mean, is going look on? it up later. I, all right, I thought you meant like now. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, God, sorry. Just, but he is a wrestler. I promise. What the fuck's that noise? Anyway, so where are we? Uh, anyway, we got a little. We meet Bill. He's uh, retiring. Oh, he's the greatest so, boss best, ever. Best boss ever. Best boss ever. This guy's shaking hands, kissing babies. Yeah. You know, and accepting then, gifts. God, everyone loves Bill. Everyone's gonna miss him. And then we cut from Bill. We go back to Roman and Kendall. They're talking about the ball and how Kendall's Kendall wants to ask out maybe the news anchor from ATN, but he's worried that he's yeah, the boss yeah. and doesn't want to be, you know, that guy. He's like, oh, come on, being that guy. Yeah. And Roman uh, delivers a wonderful line uh, where he's like, listen, you got to just do it. Like, you know, well, you got, I like your face. I want to fuck your face. I want to come in your face. And he goes, that's why this face is drowning in pussy. And you can't even fuck your wife. <laughs> ah, too far. Too Fantastic. Far. Maybe the maybe maybe the quote of the episode. Not sure. Pretty pretty harsh. Yeah. There we go. So we we get, get that, and then we get back to Bill and Tom. This and is he's dumping. He's man. You know this is this is where the show like takes a turn. Yeah. And it's such a fucking great turn. Yeah. So Tom is talking with Bill in his office, and he's like, "Oh, this is Greg. Take him under my wing, little guy over here." Yeah. And Bill's like, "If." Talking private. Just, just the two of us. And the thing about, the, the best part about this is this fucking guy who's retiring has so much joy. Oh, he's so happy. He's so happy because the weight has been lifted Gone. off of him. He goes, so he shuts the door and he's, he's like, free. I turn the Wi-Fi off. Uh, it's airlocked. Don't worry. He's saying all this stuff and Tom's like kind of just like, you what? know, what the fuck? He opens it up and like. He's he watching just, a little too many spy movies there, Bill. He goes, aha. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and like. He just drops this bomb on him. Yeah. He kind what of does he say? He's like, he goes, there's two ways we could do this. Like, yeah. I could tell you everything and then you'll know what's going on. Or I could tell you nothing and then you won't know and be implicated in what's going on. Either way, it's okay. Yeah. I don't care. I'm out of here. Just all smiles. Yeah. And Tom is like, you could see the concern. Yeah. Immediately on Tom's face. Because to this point in the, in the entire show, Tom has just been this wacky i mean the fucking we're doing parks <laughs> like he's this goofy kid from saint paul minnesota yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. like he's just this there goes tom wom's gang nice you cushy know? job i want to get a gift that says i i i don't adore you i'm not wowed by you but i respect you like stupid yeah. fucking shit Classic so tom. so now like tom's little world is just hit with yeah. this bombshell building a little document that implicates the cruise division in a lot of nasty things. I'm going to print this, and I don't want my handwriting on anything. I don't want my any signatures of mine. <laughs> print, and he prints it. Yeah. So this is, I mean, so we've already been hit with one bombshell with this company. 
Oh, with the loan. With yeah. the loan. Yeah, with yeah. The, the massive amount of debt. Yeah. And now what we come to find out later on in the episode is Tom has been given a death trap. Oh, yeah. So he now knows about this whole cover-up scandal with the, the cruise lines, uh, prostitution, murder, kidnapping, rape, payoffs. Oh, oh rape. all the bad ones. Yeah. What does is, what is, uh, Greg say? He's like, oh, all the bad stuff? Like, yeah. all the really bad stuff? So, yeah, so, Tom freaks out. Tom is like... Like, really, really freaking out. I mean, at one point, you see him on the floor in his office going through all the papers mm-hmm. with, like, his jackets off, the tie is undone, the shirt's a little undone. Yeah. Someone, like, knocks, and he's like, not now, no, thanks. <laughs> no one, go away. Go away. He is so freaked out by yeah. this. Well, he doesn't know what to do. He has no idea what to do, and he can't talk to anyone about it because anyone he talks to about it, he now implicates. He infects them with the virus. As, them with the virus. So, again, we get to see he brings yeah. in. Um, he decides to infect Greg with the virus. Did I just get infected with the virus? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm going to like it in the death pit. Tom is so fucking just beside himself with this. Yeah, and like I feel bad for him in this moment. That's I mean, horrible. You know, you know, he's the one character that like you are starting to love because of his like innocence and because of his I would say out of all of the characters, he's the one you can kind of relate to the most. Yes. Because I of mean, how he treats Greg. He's not totally relatable, but definitely more so than everyone else. More than everyone else. Of course he's not relatable. I mean, the guy's a fucking one of those rich people, you yeah. know, the top one percenters or whatever. Going to the sad sack wasp trap. Yeah, going to the sad sack wasp trap. Um, but he, uh, you know, you you kind of have a soft spot for him, and to see that he's being hit with this monumental scandal, yeah, that you can't. He's like, you can't cover this up for yeah. long, much longer. And he has a great scene. He goes to Kendall about it. And he's oh, like, Kendall yeah. and can I have a minute. Got something uh, you don't want to know. Yeah, I don't know if you want to know. I don't know if I should tell you. And Kendall's just like, listen, you know what my dad always said. What did he? Do? You don't remember the line? He's like, he goes, he always loved the guys that would eat shit for him. Yeah. Tom, like, Tom goes, oh, great. Uh, great. Okay. I'll just uh, get a fork, knife and a fork, some holidays. Some holidays, yeah. <laughs> and he walks out, and like you just see, this was a really impactful scene because Kendall says what he says, and obviously it kind of puts this, like, it was like saying, this is your fucking problem, not my fucking problem. You fucking deal with it. Yeah. And like he's got no choice but to just take that. Yeah. And he looks out into like the distance, and it's just defeat. Oh, yeah. You know, utter defeat. There's yep. nothing you can do about it. And, you know, he comes up with a little bit of a solution because now he confides in his wife. So they're getting, well, his future wife, you yeah. would say. And he doesn't totally confide her. He kind of just tells no, him, I have a problem. No, he kind of tells him a problem. And I don't want to tell you what it is. Yeah. But I'm thinking maybe I go public, have a press conference. Get it can't all, cover it all. Get it all out there. Can't we'll get ahead of this. This is going to turn its ugly head out. And Nip it in the butt. Got to get rid of this thing. And, um... You see that Shiv is like not listening to him. Yeah, she's busy with the asshole problem. She's busy with the asshole problem. And she's like, yeah, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, sure. No, yeah. And um, wait, when do we have Connor in the limousine with his father? I feel uh, like I'm bouncing around again. I always do this. It must be. Pre- you have to soon. keep me grounded, I'm, Rob. I know it's it's got to be pretty soon. The next thing I have written down is we have the Kendall, Logan, and Stewie meeting. This is a great scene too. Oh, um, this episode is full of just but incredible. I think the the Connor limo is either. It's in. It's right in it's this area in too. Yeah, which yeah. is it's a good scene. It's an important scene, but it's not as good and as important as the scene between Logan, Stewie, and Kendall. And yeah. Kendall. Oh my yeah. god! So we've got Kendall and Stewie talking oh. in a room, and Stewie's like, "I heard your dad's in." Yeah, you know, he's checking in. You know, yeah. 
Nothing crazy. Stewie's yeah. immediately concerned. I'm still in charge. Don't worry. That's, I'm, I'm the CEO. Stewie's immediately concerned. And then, boom, Logan just like turns into the room. Yeah. And he's uh, like, you know, I've got an Opalite meeting. He's like, I want you to buy I think we're going to buy it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you buy a fridge. They send you 30 ads to uh, <laughs> buy a fridge. Great algo, uh, Dad. And he's like, yeah, I want you to give them an offer. They'll, they'll talk to their wives about Yeah, let's get them excited. Get them excited. <laughs> and then he just like, he's like, he looks in the Disney. He's like, yeah. He's like, he mumbles nonsense. What was that, Dad? And he's like, uh, I'm going to take a piss. I got to take a leak. And he stumbles out. <laughs> he leans into the wall. He sees the next door opening that there is. I don't think he really knew it was Kendall's office. I think he was just, get me into the next available room. I think he's very conscious of the fact that it's Kendall's office. You think that he went and took it? So he goes in and he takes a piss on the floor. Yeah, it's a dog marking his territory. I don't know, man. Because if you look at the very first episode when he was peeing on the rug there, he was confused. Clearly confused. He's not going to piss on his own rug. No. And the rug tied the room together. So he, he... I think he was so I struggled with this in this episode because when you see him initially talking to Kendall and Stewie in that room, he's doing his like he it seems like he's trying a dick measuring competition. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh which is a big thing for him. Yeah. But then he does the and they're like, What? <laughs> and then he's like, I just gotta take a leak. And then he pisses in the office, but as we've already seen he took a piss in his own house because he was confused. Yeah. So when he goes back into the office, I mean, back into the meeting room with the two of them, and like he tells Kendall to go get him like a piece of paper or something. Yeah. Like, and that's when Kendall sees that he peed in the rug or whatever. When he comes back, him and Stewie are just fucking laughing it up. Yeah. Like he's because because you know that Logan's very charming. He's he's a talker. Yep. You know, he's a people person. Obviously, he's he's has to have the gift of the gab to get where he is. Yeah. So you see, if he's able to get Stewie to laugh, who's one of these young guys and all that stuff, unless he was just humoring him. Possible. But it did seem as if he had control over the room. You know, and when Kendall went to give him the papers, he kind of just looked at him, which was a power move right then and there. Yeah. Like he just stared at him. But that's why I I truly believe he he pissed on that rug on purpose. I don't, that, that's what he, struggles. He with. sent him to get the paperwork, which he knew was in that office, and he wanted him to see what he did. And then he came back and he looks at Ken and goes, "We all good?" Like, yeah, you know. But then you it, see it, what I did, motherfucker. I know this is my I, fucking company. I don't know. I I I and I'll piss on the rug wherever I fucking want. I get that. I get that, and I do think that there's merit there, but it's just so hard to. To tell if it's real or I not. I know, that's true, because they do plant seeds. They do, and it's just like what, I mean, because he, if if I didn't see that scene where he peed on his own rug in the beginning, I would be totally on board with you Yeah. with this one. But we did see that, and that kind of changes things a little bit. But now, you know, this... Stewie's now, I mean, Stewie's concerned about the company, obviously, that he just bought into. Yeah. Because he wants to know who the hell is in charge. And, and Logan's like, I wanted to see the asshole bar so who owns so much of me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which is very Logan. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, th- this theme was so important because you just see these are the major players right now, as yeah. we've seen, you know, with the previous um, situation with the debt and everything. Because then now Stewie knows about the debt. He knows all this stuff. And, and Logan really needs to pay attention to him because of what Kendall did. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Logan trying to keep the control there. What did you make of like Stewie's um like what do you think he got out of it? I 
I think, like I said, like he's obviously trying to figure out the di- power dynamic right now in this company, like who he needs to pay attention to and who yep. he needs to, uh, you know, butter up, whatever. Yeah, I think he was actually going to feel better about things if Logan's in charge. I think so too. In a way, it's weird because he'll feel. But I think with Logan in charge, he'll feel like. Things are just going to be stable. Fine, but with Kendall in charge, he, he might can, think like, he I can, can manipulate he, yeah. him a little more. Yeah. So it's 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 a tough, tough it call. A t- it's a tough one. But uh, I think in general, Logan being in charge is probably better for the company. Yeah, obviously. So uh, Dom, forks are to be placed thusly. Oh my god! Here we go. This is one of the the best parts of this episode because now we get to the gala, right? Yeah. We're pretty much now in the gala, and um. Who's go? Everyone's going. Logan decides he's going to go, which was apparently like a big. Like Logan's no one, coming. No one thought he was going to be there. No one thought he was going to go, but now he's really putting himself out there, putting himself in, interjecting himself into all these endeavors and stuff like that, and literally injecting himself with drugs so he can yeah. stand. The doctor was like, "You're supposed to have three of these in like a year. This is your third, third this month. This is your third one this month." He's like, "You could die from this." He goes, "Shut up and shoot up," or something like <laughs> yeah, that. That's right? Exactly right. He says something like that. And um, and again, like we mentioned earlier, or I had mentioned earlier, because I don't shut up. Um, this is where you see Marcy, you know, in her power, trying yeah. to keep things together. You know, Roman's getting drunk at this thing. You know, um, playing he, mind games play, with the his with girlfriend the, and oh, the staff. God, that was so fucking weird, man. I mean, <laughs> and not unexpected. I mean, the guy jerked off on a window. You know, is so. that weird? I, I did it this morning, but. Yeah, maybe it's a morning. It's It's a a morning thing. It's a morning thing, if anything. But uh, yeah, weird shit with that. Connor, this is where Connor shines because, like, he just he's losing his mind. He's screaming about forks and shit. He wants this thing to be perfect. No one really cares about this thing. Nobody gives two fucks because, like, Roman's dude. Roman's getting drunk. Yeah. Um, what's Jerry gets drunk. Jerry's has has a great like, time. People are just hanging out and having a good time. Like it is what it is. But but the implications are the speech. Yeah. Like what happens in terms of the company is. Yeah. The Kendall's speech. gonna make some a speech. Maybe throw some jokes in. Everyone's yeah. kind of like, you're gonna make a joke, bro. Because uh, can can you get someone to write me a bit? Yeah. Get one of the late night guys to cook me up a bit. And she's like, a, a, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Jokes, riffs. You know. All that you're gonna stuff. do jokes. Everyone doesn't. What does everybody say? I'm I'm, I'm funny. It's so bad, and um. What do we have here? So Connor's freaking out. Connor's freaking out. We have Jerry approaches Tom. Which, uh, Tom, I, I heard you You want to have a little press conference. He's like, who, who told you? Who told you that? And then she's like, what, is, what did she say about the... Uh, she kind of, you know, tells him to shut the fuck up, yeah. basically. And, yeah. And, you know, keep it to yourself. And she goes, now is not a good time to be all, hey, look at me. I cannot tell a lie. I'm a good little boy. Look at my ding dong. <laughs> and then and he's like, he's like, but he who, goes, who told you? And she's like, Tom, she's like, Tom, it's, it's tough, tough for me to have to tell you like this, but uh, I'm in a sexual relationship with your mother. And she talks in her sleep. And she just walks away. She drops <laughs> the mic and walks away. Mic drop from so Jerry. Now, so now, um, Tom is freaking out because the only person yeah. he told was Greg. Well, well, we, well, I think we didn't see him tell Greg about the well, press conference. He didn't tell him at the press conference per se, but he told him about. He the told him about scandal. the stuff. Yes, yeah. he told him about the stuff. And the only, and, only uh, person was Shiv. The only person him. was Shiv. So the only person that knew about the press conference was Shiv. Mm-hmm. So when, didn't didn't Jerry say like you know you like? She said, "Shut the fuck up." Basically, like, yeah. Don't say anything about yeah. it. So 
Does that mean the I sin mean, cake eater? Yeah. The, oh God, that was so weird. Yeah. You know, I, it was an uncomfortable like thing. Yeah. To like hear about. Yeah. Um. But uh. Oh wait a minute. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta go back. Logan. Logan. In the morning was. Oh wait a minute. When does he yell at that lady like? Find out who said that or go find another fucking job that pays you a million. Oh, well, that's the reason. You're right. That's the reason he decides to go to the event, I think, because that's people right. are, yeah. are talking about how he's not really with it. He's he's, he's slow to still, recover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's really mad that people are really still doubting him, even so though he's, he's like, like the everyone's. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I got to go to this fucking party. You could see that in order for him to maintain his control, he needs to put himself out there. Yeah. You know, obviously he has to do that because there's so much doubt around him. And and Kendall, for what it's worth, is really was really taking the reins, so to speak, as CEO. I mean, yeah, obviously not doing a good job in the eyes of Logan, but still presenting himself as a competent, at least him to himself and to for the time being as a competent CEO. Yeah. So now we're go ahead. Oh, okay. I was going to say we see uh, Connor checks in with uh, the teleprompter for the speeches. Great scene. sees a uh, surprise Logan retirement on the teleprompter What's he announcement. Saying? He goes, "What do you think? That's a little wry." He's like, "He's like, well, you know, we have this other stuff here about all these actors." He's like, oh, "I didn't ask for an editorial." <laughs> like, very Connor is such a snooty fuck. Like during this gala. Oh my god! But we do see yeah, in big asterisk surprise Logan retirement announcement from Kendall. From Kendall. And uh, Connor decides, "Man, I should go tell, he goes, tell but, Dad but, about he this." He says, "Who put that in there?" He goes, "Oh, it was a late thing that was added." He goes, "Okay." Okay. And like when Connor says that, yeah, he mentions it now, to Logan. So hold on, before we even get before we even get to that, go Rob, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All these episodes leading up where we have Connor, what is he? I'm I'm water. Oh yeah, I'm just I, I'm air. I go with the flow. Yeah. I'm moving. Switzerland. I'm Switzerland. I'm neutral. <laughs> I'm a white helmet. Yeah. Right. And then like the one time he's like, sometimes you got to jump over the trenches <laughs> and kill somebody. You know, very yeah. meek, very mild. Yeah. But now when he's at this gala, I do think that the gala and like how he's he feeling was, himself, he, he, he feeling himself so much. He feel himself so much that like he this he decided to insert himself into the game. Yeah. For at least now. Yeah, he's feeling like a little power trip. He's like, OK, that's nice being in charge. And then he goes up to Logan later on. He goes, uh, yeah, so uh Kendall's going to retire you later. Is that, you, you're yeah, he's like, that? do you know about this and whatever announcement thing? And he yeah. tells Logan about it. And then the side peripheral, you see Marcia there struggling with cold butter. Oh, yeah, that trial. Cold butter? Goes, what the fuck? You fuckwads, you fucked it. You're fired. I'm the laughing stock. <laughs> and this lady's like, is it with a crowd this big, things are going surprisingly well. You're fucking fired. <laughs> All of you, and she's just like this. She's just like like nodding, like saying, "Calm down, everybody." Yeah, Connor's a little high strung. So Connor says the 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 he doesn't take the surprise retirement speech out. Tells Logan, yeah, and then doesn't he tell somebody else something else? Connor, yeah, doesn't he? Doesn't he say something to another person? Like he's like, oh, um, he must go up to Kendall. Oh, he goes to Kendall. He's like. Oh yeah, so Dad's going to be speaking. Yeah, because uh, once he tells Logan, this Logan decides I'm making the speech. Fuck exactly. Me. Kendall's not saying shit. He goes up to Kendall. He's like, "Oh, uh, quick transplant. Dad's talking. Got to go to the back. Got to go backstage. Bye." Like, and <laughs> yeah. but like that was a part of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was kind of like I know something you don't know. Now I'm going to drop it on your head. And you're going to have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. So then we get to the point where, um, uh, what should we call it? It is time for the speech. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Am mm-hmm. I going? Am I? Am I doing well here with the chronological? Yeah, I think the only, a couple things happened before the speech. Uh, Tom confronting Greg because he thinks. Oh, I can't believe I almost missed that. Did you what bitch did me you, out, Pigman? Did you bitch me out, Pigman? Who the fuck did you tell? And he starts getting really close to him. Yeah, and like Spitting Greg, in his face. Greg's like he puts his hand and goes, "Did you just assault me? How long is this? How the, much longer will the assaults go on for?" The lightest little touch, just to, yeah. like. And the thing is, is Tom is a hundred percent serious. Oh yeah, and he's like, "Your spittle was like right, you know, here," and like, I mean, he is furious, Tom. Mm-hmm. Furious. Also, slightly paranoid, too. Oh, very paranoid. Okay, because like he doesn't he's know who he's, knows. he's got this death pill in his he's fucking got the, pocket. The, yeah, the death trap. So we see um, Tom go ape shit on Greg. Greg maintains his innocence, says, I didn't he say anything. He denies. He goes, I didn't say anything. I wouldn't. He goes, you have to believe me, right? Yep. And then what we see is, what after that? Because I'm, I'm going uh, right to well, the speech Kendall, in my head. Kendall goes to Jerry about the speech. Like, can this you, is can great, you too. stop, Logan? You, you know, this is crazy. This yeah. is why we need two people on this show. Anything could come out of this guy's mouth if he makes a speech. Drool, anti-Semitism, silk handkerchiefs tied together. We that gotta stop really, this that guy. That was actually really funny. Fantastic. So he's like, can you please go over and talk to him? So Jerry goes over. She goes, I'll talk to him. She yeah. goes over and she's like, go break a leg out there. Yeah, she just gives him encouragement. Because she knows Logan. She's There's no way you're going to stop him. She'll do what she wants. And then, like, Kendall's watching, and she just shrugs, like, sorry, sorry, I tried, which she didn't. No. And now are we up to the speech? Yes. There we go, finally. Logan Roy. He goes, the man, legend, Logan Roy. And yeah. he stands up. He's got, Marcy helps him a little bit. He, he's grabbing the chairs. He's really struggling. Mm-hmm. You hear moaning, like, it's yeah, not just, good. Just, just got to get to the stage. Just got to get, get out there. there. And then Stewie leans over, and he's like, he goes, I will lose, what do you say? Like, I'm going to lose $400 million. If this guy if, falls if this guy, down. And a summer home, if this guy falls. <laughs> and you're going to pay for my new summer home yeah. if that happens. Like, <laughs> he says that to Kendall. Oh, he gets, Kendall. so Logan does get up there. And, you know, at this point, okay, so there was a scene where um, when they did find out that Logan was going to go to the event and or was in the chair and Kendall had everyone together and was saying how, like, He's a threat to the stability of the company right now because if he's not well enough to do what he's going to do, it's going to have a huge impact on the company. So there's a lot of concern swirling around, but also people are too afraid of Logan to do anything about it. Yeah, absolutely. So he gets up there for the speech. He kind of starts off a little slow, a little labored, and he's like, I want to talk about... Something that oh my god was proposed or no, taken. Someone, someone took advantage of my time in the hospital, and Kendall's fucking sweating like, bullets. Everyone is like, "Oh my god!" What the hell is that? Like, to propose to, to my, my daughter, daughter. Tom <laughs> Welcome to the family. Oh, wonderful! And Tom is just like you know, you know, like taking it in and stuff. And um, <laughs> so what Logan does is he basically thanks everybody. Yeah. You know, it was it, he didn't make any gaffes. Thanks, Kendall. He thanks Kendall. Ken, well thank done. you. Well, well done, done son. He's thanking everybody and stuff like that. So he's not doing anything out of the crazy or anything like that. There's no anti-Semitism, no drool. Only a couple handkerchiefs. Only a couple of handkerchiefs. And then he just light, just, I'm back. And I'm, because I'm, he said, okay, so when he was in the limo, now it's coming back to me. 
Because he said, I'll never, I remember now he goes, I'm winding down. Fuck, I'm winding up. Winding up. You know, like he's so mad that the people are saying that he's on the out, you know, because he wants to do these things on his terms. Yeah. And obviously the surprise retirement speech, like I'm going up, Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk. Yep. You know, the fact that they're saying he's winding down, not a Logan thing. It's on his terms, unless Marcy is telling him what to do. Because he respects her and and I guess loves her. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he has any love in his heart. Not sure. So he, he says, I'm back and better than ever, something like that or whatever. And then he gets off. He goes, you got to get me out of here. Yeah. Standing ovation. So Marcy, you got to get Everyone's me out of here. Everyone's excited. People are trying to rush him to help him down. He gets down. Kendall's like, what are you, what are you doing, Dad? Yeah. Way to go, Dad. Way to go, Dad. What, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? He goes, fuck you. Like, I goes, see you. I see you. You try. I spied you out the fuck you trying to do to me? <laughs> Take me out in the street like a dog and shoot me dead? Like, well, dad, you... I was just going to make a little retire- joke about how you're, you're never going to retire, okay? He, he's like, bullshit, bullshit. He's like, you're going to retire me? And then he, th- this is the best part of the whole show for me. He looks him in the eyes and he goes, fuck off. Mm. And it was the sweetest fuck off <sighs> that we've had yet. It's almost worth like three fuck offs on the counter. Yeah, it's like a six. It's like a sixer. Yeah, of a oh, fuck off. It was so just good. so visceral, so real. And then everyone kind of retreats to their corners. But the last thing we get to really see of note is Jerry says to Greg, and yeah. I did not catch this when I first watched the show. Yeah, what does she say? Like keep keep talking or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Jerry kind of says to Greg, like keep keep telling keep, me, keep things, doing what keep you're doing. doing. And, and like we, he was like so happy. Out, yeah, that yeah. Greg is actually did bitch bitch time out. Greg he, is the pig man. He is the big man, and it makes you wonder. Um. Do you think his mom had anything to do with that? I don't know. You think Greg I called just, his mom? I just think mom. We see... I'm in the death trap, and I don't like it. I've got the virus. Like I could see maybe Greg yeah. saying, "Like well, we I just would be... see." We always see little glimpses of Greg being this cunning, conniving yeah. bastard. It's like, true. Underneath all his like, oh, Greg. I don't know. Uh, where are you on like the hierarchy of siblings? <laughs> like Greg is like so lovable and so dumb. So anyway, um, let's get to the particulars of the show here. Oh God. Let's talk about, um, is this the, this is now the music for who won the show? Yeah. Who won the game this, uh, this, uh, this week? I got a couple nom. I mean, the easy answer seems to be maybe Logan, obviously. That is Coming back. Answer. That is the easy answer. Yeah. Uh, I want to give some love to Jerry. Yeah. Just for firing bullets. All Daggers. At the fucking gala. Daggers coming out. And I think, I mean, big winner, fucking yeah. Bill. Bill Bill's is a big winner. Pretty big winner here. He's out. Because the monkey's off his back. He's got nothing to worry yeah, about. Yeah, Bill is home free. Bill is home free. You're right. I think Bill. Love I think Bill. Bill. Uh, let me do a little examination here. I, I had said, because you did tell me you had three nominees, and I do think Bill is is going to be the winner, but I also thought Connor was a winner here, too. Connor's good, and there's a great... I mean, the gala went off with a couple of hitches, uh, but... But they weren't really hit. They were only they hitches say. in Connor's mind. I know. You know, the, the forks had to be thus... There's a great line, I think, afterwards. I think Carl says it to Connor, where he's like, you really gave it to those cystic fibrosis fuckheads. (laughs) (laughs) The best ball of the season. Oh, my God. (laughs) So it was, okay, so uh, for me, I think it was Connor. I love Connor. Although I do think that, I don't know. I think for me, it's a tie between Connor and Bill, because they both left... I mean, this Bill is uh, feeling really good. We said no spoilers, but Bill is, we're not going to see Bill again. So this yeah, is yeah. just a little one-off. Uh, yeah. Good for you, Bill. Uh, he's, the, he's the best boss ever. Best boss ever. So, Maybe I mean, for, in terms of our, our main characters, Connor is a good winner, I think. 
Yeah, I think Cotton is a pretty good winner in terms of the uh, the the Roy's and the like. Yeah. So that's um that's that. Anything else we want to add before we end episode four, sir? Uh, the only other thing I did want to mention, uh, Kendall does end up taking the ATN anchor to the the gala. Um, oh yeah. And he at the, towards the end he's like, so what's going on? Because she's kind of distant, and she's like, listen, I didn't want to say anything, but. Ava forced me to come. Pretty like, much. He's like, no, she asked And make you, sure right? you had a really good time, which yeah. was very... And, and we do see Kendall struggles with this moral thing. Yeah, so he goes up. to Ava and kind of chews her out. I think... I'm not sure. I don't remember. It was, there was I, no yeah, I think she's fired. Oh, yeah? This. You think so? I mean, we didn't see it in, in this episode. Like, you saw, like... Well, he yells like, at her at the... We saw the yelling. With her. We, we don't know the what they're talking about. We don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Not happy about that. Yeah. So... Yeah. Next week... You will be, I'll be upstate. in South America, in Peru. Yeah. Peru. Well, New York, Peru. Peru, New York. Oh, the, the New York that's uh, Peru. In Peru, New York. So uh, no episode next week. But that doesn't stop you <coughs> from watching on. I will watch an episode next an episode. Yeah. Keep going. Because I, I just, I really love this show so much. I might watch it today. Because uh, after this episode, I'm just so inspired to continue watching. Yeah. That's how good it is. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Bore on the Floor Podcast. Wow, yeah, we have a Bore on the Floor Podcast. We also have now we're on Apple Podcasts. Oh yes. Did I tell you about that? No, Did I show you? App- no. We're on Apple Podcasts. That's exciting. Okay, so if you if you have an iPhone, you can follow us there. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're everywhere. We're we're. Did you say Hulu or Google? Uh, Google Podcasts. You said Hulu though. Kind of like Google Podcasts. We're all over the place. Very excited to be doing this show. Love and it. and we're just we 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 were so happy of everyone that's listening and, uh, and and tuning in, and those of you that are watching and stuff like that that are watching the show. We just hope that you are enjoying it as much as we do. The I fact so. that we're doing a podcast about it, and we encourage you to keep listening on. So for today, for episode four, I say thank you. Yeah, stay fie, everybody. Fuckable and, Rob, in emergencies. That's <laughs> thank you, Rob, and enjoy South America. <laughs> <laughs>